Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? What's going on with you? Uh, shit, you know, it's hard to keep making shit up. <laughs> People are trying, though. People are trying. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, uh, are we are we are we going? Are we live? Are we are we good? Yeah, we already started recording, but we can cut in wherever you want to. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. Let's just go with this. Okay. Uh, yeah, y'all. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, man. I just talked to my agent. Uh, and I'm asking him, yo, what the fuck is is there a new word or any new words on the horizon? Do we, can we be hopeful? And he's saying based on everything he's hearing. And, you know, I think what they're saying on the news, we might be looking at like May, like May 15th. I think it's like a target date for everything to be about 30 percent, 40 percent back to normal. And then they're targeting, they say, by no later in July, August, everything should be back a hundred percent. Yeah, I, I've heard some of this too, and I heard though that um, you know they may for you it's harder because they're going to open up with acts that aren't big names like you. That's what I heard. Uh, well, no, I've already got my stuff booked. Yeah, I know, but they're going to like those initial the, the the test runs where they're like right, right. only going to be like twenty five percent capacity. Mm-hmm. They're not going to use you for twenty five percent capacity. They're going to use. They're going to they're going to figure it out with people that aren't headliners, right? You know, people who can you know that are funny. Obviously, there's a lot of funny people out there. Not all of them are headliners, but use people that aren't headliners to to figure out how to do the the social distancing, sp- the spacing of the tables they want to do differently. That's what I've heard, but I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, you know, my, my thing is, my thing is, uh, in all honesty, like when I was watching MSNBC this morning, they were saying, I think, in uh, certain parts of Texas, they want to reopen, like, the mall, but they're saying they, don't, they only want 25% capacity. And then the, the news anchor was like, well, how do you police that? Yeah, and then and they're like exactly. So how do you police that? Yeah, and then if obviously the mall's twenty five percent capacity, but that doesn't mean the store, will, the individual store, will be at twenty five percent capacity because the mall could be empty and still have a full store. Like whatever popular store could be the one that's full in the mall where no one else is having the business. And now you, you, you ruin the social distancing. We we they have a lot of things where they're going to have to work through. Yeah, I just don't know unless you unless you just. Unless you have undercover agents or, 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 you know, hall monitors in the comedy club, you know, I mean, you know, you say, like, look, if a club holds 300, maybe in terms of social distancing, they only allow half. Yeah. But if they said, fuck it, and, you know, back to what you just said also, you know, in terms of the act, I'm sure some of these places, you know, because the economy, their, 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 their pocketbooks have been hit. They want to make some money. So who's to say that some of them aren't going to go, you know what? Yeah, let's bring in an Aries Spears or whoever. And then if they, what are they going to do? Turn down 200 possible seats? 
No, but if they're, if they're only shooting for half, but if it's almost close to two, two fifty, maybe even three, are they really going to turn down that money? No, but but the other thing that they can do is they can they can start it with uh, capacity. Like um, if you hold under four hundred, you can open up, but you got to be at this. But places that do, you know, that I I, I don't think they're going to do be doing uh, um, theater shows right now. I bet you theater acts are going to be coming to the comedy clubs to start off too. Right. Because they're not going to open up theater. They're not going to have 2,500-seat arenas uh, with uh, 1,000 people in them. Right. So it's it's going to be interesting. We'll see what happens. Out here, it's still, lo- you know, it's still locked up pretty good on the East Coast because, the, you know, it was hit hard. So I don't know when they're going to get around to opening up out here. Well, he was, say- he was saying that uh, New York and L.A. will probably be the last two places to truly get back to normal. Because it's so big, but most mis, you know middle middle yeah. midwestern cities and you know yeah well, down where, south where the know. distance was already there because they're not on right. top of each other. My thing about New York that makes me nervous, and the biggest issue that I see is transportation because they can't open. What I was and I was talking to Tara about this. I think they're going to open up um, like when they get back to work. Even uh-huh. I don't think you're going to be able to go to work. Like you used to go five days a week to your work. I bet they open it up so that somebody is working three days a week and then the other two at home. And then someone's working two at home uh, and, and or I mean, three at home and working two days at the office because the transportation, the public transportation, the subways, they can't handle uh, rush hour traffic and, and keep right. some form of social distancing. Yeah, I just want this shit to be over with, dude. Like this, this is just. Yeah. This is driving me nuts, man. You said it best. I can't make up any other new stuff. I can't can huh? conti- I can't make you like you said it best. I can't make up new stuff. Like you can't go through your day with nothing. Right. Uh it's you right. know, I'm lucky I'm doing it with Tara and I have someone to talk to. I, I feel sorry for some of these people that don't have anybody around. They're doing it. Right. This one uh comedian out here, I I watched him on uh on um uh, uh, Instagram uh, chat and uh, an IG live. And uh, he was talking about just going over to someone's apartment, you know, and throwing something out their window so he could have a conversation with them outside from their window just so that he could have social contact, some contact with somebody else. It's like some prison shit when you put the mirror outside of the bars. So you can talk so you to see so you could see into the other person's cell or look look down the hallway. Yeah, and have a conversation with someone besides yourself. Yeah, it's uh so yeah, it's been it's been weird, but uh yeah, it's I think it's gonna it's gonna start. Dude, I dude, I I, I used to I ain't used to go on this long, nigga, without banging some different ass, nigga. <laughs> this is locked down, dog. Have, have, have you have you <laughs> have you broken your uh no masturbating uh a rule yet? Nah, I ain't ever gonna break that. Nigga, <laughs> man, my dick needs some new friends. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, uh, so, should we get into it? Yeah, but we, we, we're gonna get right into uh, what time is it? Game time. Huh. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Fucking Dennis Rodman, the Pistons, dude. Uh, yeah, a lot, a lot, uh, and and a lot of stuff just around him too. Uh, which was amazing. Right. Dude, I, I got to say, like, seriously, man, like, I really, I really, really mean this. Um, and again, I know they're going, and, and, and I'm, believe me, I'm, I'm waging the war with all the young heads uh, about my, 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 my love for Jordan. But I got to be honest, man, like, I really believe that Pistons team, and, and I think I mentioned this last time, but a lot of those teams, I don't see how it, it, the I, I don't see the Golden State Warriors or any any nah none of these young guys getting through them tough boys. It, it's 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 rules though. It, it's the time. I I don't think that uh, Detroit team couldn't play today's game. They couldn't play the Warriors today. That same team. Oh no, they have shackles on them. Right, but those but the Warriors could not walk into that court at that time. I mean, everybody everyone would have been out. There would have been no one playing after the third game. Everyone would be hurt. Let me hurt. ask you something. What do you do? You you might be biased, like me, obviously, because of the age thing. We're in the same boat. But do you like the way today's game is played versus then? 
you know, I was thinking about something. You, excuse me. <clears throat> I was thinking about something you asked me the other day. Who's the player today? Who's that? Who's the torch? You know, um, name the players. And the game has become such a different kind of game that it isn't about. It is about still having a great player on your team. I mean, you want to have great players. But it's it, it's just played a different way. It's it's played so differently that it doesn't feel the same. I I, I haven't paid as much attention to the NBA in the last five years. Uh, but everybody from our generation keeps using the word in terms of describing today's game soft. It's soft. It, you know, it, it's it's all about guys jacking up threes and ball handling. It's there's hardly any post play. The physicality is gone, and you know it's just soft. It's it's the game is. Uh, there's a better word for it, and I'm, I'm not going to say it right. The word that I'm going to use right now is regulated. You know, they regulate how many minutes somebody plays. They regulate the 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 referees are regulating how 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 your hand can touch somebody. You know, uh, it's funny. You know, you you put your palm out, that's a foul. You put your hand down. So the back of your hand is touching someone. That's not a foul. Right. And you got to catch that. I mean, the, the, and the game is being played in a way that when you watch the series and you see Jordan or Pippen go into the lane and even score, that, that would have been called – I, I, think, I think even they said it. That would have been four fouls. I heard uh, on ESPN. That would have been four fouls that were called before Jordan ever got to the hoop. Right. And in today, today's game – you are, you are playing. You're athletic, but you're playing a very controlled game. Uh, I mean, almost like I w- I wouldn't be surprised. And and I I know this one this will never happen, but it's almost like I can see them uh, when they go to take a foul shot in today's game. They like in golf where they hold up the quiet signs, right? Like quiet. He's shooting. It's a it's a free throw. You're not allowed to make noise or jump around right. or try to distract the player. You got to be silent during this free throw. That's how the game feels now. Now, I did not like and and I I shouldn't say it this way. I didn't necessarily and maybe because I was a Bulls fan and I did like uh Magic Johnson's more finesse game that the Lakers played. I didn't really enjoy uh the Detroit game, the, the way Detroit played. I didn't because of the physicality. Yeah, because it looked it looked brutal. It didn't have the elegance the basketball is supposed to have. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. But but I think you need a little bit of that too, though. Yeah, you, need I, a, you, you, you need you need to bite into the soup and every now and then crunch on on shell. I think, like they ain't supposed to be shell in the in the clam chowder. But the way the Lakers played basketball, I thought was basketball. That's why I enjoyed watching the and and okay and. That's why I, I I didn't mind I didn't like the Celtics I liked watching the Celtics play but the Celtics played to their opponent is, is what I'm trying to say if it was a physical game the whole game was physical because they were both physical teams if they went finesse there was more finesse in the game they played to each other's strengths and weaknesses depending on who took charge of the game where Detroit seemed like they were just going to come out and smash you no matter what now I have to go back to that great documentary that I enjoyed and watched thoroughly. Um, be- Lakers Celtics best of enemies. Did you see that? Yeah, I see. I didn't see the. It, it, so I, I gotta take. Okay, I gotta take a page from from uh, James Worthy. You know, one of the things he said when they finally played the Pistons in the finals the first time was he was like, you know, we weren't looking at them as bad boys and physical. We had already played the bad boys, meaning the Celtics, because of how physical they were. So when you say that. That, you know, the Celtics were finesseful. Nah, they were rough and lunch pale and they, rugged. They were rugged, too. They were, but when they played, they still played the game like I understood basketball to be. There was still elegance. There was finesse. There was passing. There was creativity where it was just, I, you know, and a lot of this comes, and they didn't talk about this at all because Rodman is the focus um about because he was a bad boy and then he played for the Bulls and then you Isaiah Thomas is the other focus that they talked about but Lambeer was the he was the bad guy he was the muscle guy he was the one him and Rick Mahorn and Mahorn as well but Mahorn had more finesse to his listen let, let me put it this way if you had to take away 
the the lunch pail and the fucking crack him in the head, Mahorn still had a career. Right. Lambeer didn't. So you're saying that's pretty much all Lambeer was good at? I'm not saying that he wasn't a good basketball player. He could play basketball, but he wasn't an elegant basketball player. He didn't bring that dimension of of uh, of, of the game that I like about the NBA. I, I like watching five guys run down the court playing basketball in a certain way. Well, you know, let me, let me say this. And, and you know, I, I got to go back a little bit when you were talking about the way you could put your hand. That's, again, one of the many reasons why I get so mad at these youngins because, you know, it's, it's funny. When you grow up, how many times you hear your parents go, boy, you young kids think you know everything. And we do. And you, and you swear that you swear when you, as you get older, you would never find yourself mimicking your parents. But these goddamn kids think they know everything. Like when they sit there and they constantly go, LeBron James, bigger, stronger, faster. Do you know how many professional NBA players I've heard say, yo, Michael Jordan was so strong that when he could put his hand on your back, he could control which way you went. Yeah. He was strong enough to direct you physically where he wanted you to go to shut you down. These young kids don't know that, but they talk to you like they know everything, these cocksuckers. Yeah, but you can't worry about that because they're going off their limited education. You know, so you let them know. That's it. Uh, the other thing I wanted to say about Lambeer that's missing from this, and the other reason I say this about Lambeer, because I don't feel like I'm disp- disrespecting Lambeer in any way as a basketball player by saying this, because he takes responsibility and he admits to all of this. He's the only one that still says, nope, I would have done it the same way. Yep, this is the way we did it. Yeah, that's oh, how he I owns it. it. Yeah, he owns it. So there is no, I don't feel like I'm disrespecting his basketball uh, game at all. I just feel like I'm just reiterating what I feel about him when I watched him play. And it was still, you know, when you watched Celtics and uh, and Detroit play, those were games, man. Uh, those were well-matched games. Right. But, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I loved Horace Grant's They Were Bitches. But what he should have put before that was that, well, especially now, they're bitter bitches. Dude. All the snippets I'm reading, whether it's Isaiah Thomas, Bill Lambeer, John Sally, and I know John. John is my man. But it's just like all they're doing is going, yeah, Mike couldn't do this. Mike couldn't do that. Nah, we did this. We did that. I even read a a quote where where, um, Carl Malone said, I wouldn't put Jordan in my top five if I was putting a team together. So let me guess. Wow, what a, what a shock. The guys who couldn't, well, not the Pistons, but uh, the guy, Carl Malone, who couldn't win two rings against Mike back-to-back, and the Detroit Pistons, who got swept by the Bulls, don't have nice things to say about the Bulls. Man, I don't take what they say serious. Well, what a joke. I, Isaiah really gives uh, Jordan a lot of credit from what I've seen. on. Uh, he does, but, but he be spitting in that nigga's soup. <laughs> And and he's and he's you know he's, I you know he's somebody that I do feel bad for in the in this whole uh, series. And Why? Because uh, of the Olympic thing. Yeah, he should have been on a dream team. Now, do you can know, you imagine? Woo! But but where do you put him? You remove Stockton. You take Stockton out, but then how? Then Malone's game is a different game because Stockton Malone came as a as a unit. Yeah, I mean, I mean I, listen, honestly, I, I think that if they hadn't not, if they hadn't put in Stockton or, or if, 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 if Isaiah wasn't banned, dude, they would have put him in. Fuck Stockton. Well, uh, you want the best of the best. Well, and he was the second best point guard outside of Magic Johnson. No, that's that it, it agreed completely. And Stockton played probably the least amount of minutes out of anybody other than Leitner. Dude, I'm going to tell you something. I don't, and this is a little bit of a sidebar uh, since you mentioned that. And I think next week's episode, this coming Sunday, they focus on the dream team. But to that note, dude, I think instead of Christian Leitner as a college player, can you imagine Shaq, LSU? Yeah. Now, granted, they already had two big men, Robinson and Ewan. But, dude, it's Shaq. A young Shaq. With Magic Bird, I mean, just again, the best 
of the best. Well, you could also, and there's going to be a lot of people who disagree with me, but if you watched Shaq play in his prime, if you watched him when he was uh, playing with the Magic, you could have put him at power forward. Damn, that's a hell of a power, seven-foot power forward? But could you imagine? He he had ball handling skills. He could move. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So if you could have set him up with Robinson... And, and I'm just saying you could have you could, you know, because he was the rookie. He was coming. You know, he wasn't the, the, the focus. He could have done some mean stuff in the in the lane there. But let me and, and you know what? Again, I, I'm not trying to brag or boast. I'm just to, to, within context. Again, I know John Sally because, you know, when I did my two months on best damn sports, John was one of the regular guys. John is one of the most nicest, fun loving John is a is a cool motherfucker, but there was at one point in the interview where you could see the I don't know if sarcasm is the right word, but he made a face when he referred. He said, you know, something something about Michael and the refs because you know he's not human. But it was the way he said it. He put a little bit of female shit in there. How women can send messages without certain words. Okay, but he was speaking directly to the Jordan rules and what they were accused of doing <sighs> because they didn't do anything different to Jordan than they did to. Well, okay, let's let's re- let's take this back just a little bit. They played the same game that they played with everybody. The pro- but everybody different. didn't have Jordan. Not, but that's what I'm going to say. Jordan's skill level, the way Jordan made them look they made him look more barbaric because they're taking Jordan out of different positions that other people never got in at that time. Jordan was playing in a different league when he came into that league. He was above the rim. Right. That whole, and so it looked different. It looked worse. Uh, and it probably was worse because he was falling at a different rate of speed. He was falling from different angles because of the way he contorted his body. Um, that's why Jordan, at the end of his career, he used to go up and dunk in your face. At the end of his career, he'd turn his back and do that little flip off the backboard because you could only take so much abuse. Or, or, or he, 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 he got the, the fadeaway jump shot down to a science. Science as well. All that being said, uh, John Sally also played for the Bulls. So I take uh, you know him and Rodman, you know, I, I, I kind of listen to them. I, I could take that from Sally because he played on both sides of that ball with two with both teams. But I mean, he didn't play. He was there. <laughs> he didn't play. He brought Rodman knowledge. played. Rodman played. Now let me ask you this question though, before we get into this any deeper, and we can get we're gonna get into the nuances of this. Do the Bulls win that third championship, the second three Pete, without Rodman? Say again? Could they have won it without Rodman? If Rodman would have won, absolutely not. Nope, it wasn't absolutely needed. not. But okay, let me ask you this: Could they got another player at the beginning of that season that could have replaced Rodman? Is there anybody else that could have played on that team? Is what I'm asking. In, in other than that Rodman, jumps, that immediately jumps out to mind? I, no, no, because Rodman was what they needed. And, and and look, if they hadn't lost Horace Grant to the Magic, and and Horace was still on that team. Yes, they could have won again because of the chemistry and the familiarity. But when he left, they got Horace Grant times 50 with yeah. Rodman. Yeah, I, I don't think they win it even with Horace Grant. Not that, not that last do. year. I not do. that last year. Really? Yeah, I think Rodman, Rodman was so key because he didn't need any points. He didn't need anything. All he needed to do was rebound, play defense, and be that guy. That's all he needed. Horace right. Grant needed some points. He needed to be part of the offense. Right. And let me, let me ask you this. Oh, okay, go ahead. No, 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 you go, you go, go. Let me ask you this. Uh, who, if you had to pick, who do you think would have been most fun to be like MJ or Rodman? To, to be like, to live that life. Oh, right. Well, you have to, if you, the lifestyle with, without the menta- without the mental without the, the 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 no 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 well okay 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 go ahead I, I'm just gonna say lifestyle living that lifestyle with my brain yeah I'd rather be Rodman Rodman had a much better time right J- listen Rodman didn't have to go get Carmel Electra out of Michael Jordan's bed <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jordan had to get Rodman got to get Electra out of Mike, uh, Rodman's bed so who do you think's winning Rodman's right there bed. Uh, I had this great thing. That yeah. I, 
I, I had this thing that I said that I, I thought was the funniest thing I've ever said in my life. This is before I ever wanted to do comedy. Some guy asked me when when Rodman started dating Madonna. And this dude walks, we were talking about basketball. And then he goes, man, he goes, what do you think, though, about Rodman and Madonna? And I just stopped for a second. I go, man, I don't really know what I think about it. But I know that that room has to smell. <laughs> I just think those two would have got down like dirtier than anybody else in the world, those two together. So that that to me was the funniest thing I think I've ever said because it was just completely off the cuff and out of my mind at that moment. So and, and, and I, here's a question I'm going to ask, and I'm, I'm and when you I know she's listening to this, uh, Shamar Emery, because uh, I, I really want a woman's take on this. Uh, Farah, to any of our female listeners, please email me and tell me. Because, I, again, I don't want to relegate this to a race thing, but I think it's a little racial. We know Rodman is an ugly motherfucker. That nigga looks like an exotic bug. I'm sitting here going, is it a... Look, and we know money, fame, celebrity, success. That gets pussy of all flavors. But it just seemed like niggas that look like Rodman, white women find that exotically sexy. Where black women might go, all right, motherfucker, but I got to see the cash up front. Personality, man. Swag. Yeah, and he does have swag. It's a crazy, wild, insane swag. And I know to some bitches, that weirdo shit is sexy. But I'm just going, come on, this nigga wasn't Michael. Yeah, but you know what? If, if you if you look at uh, dating someone, find or, or or fucking someone, just dating or, or finding someone that you want to be with sexually, whatever. Women are kind of like hunters, and some some women are looking for rabbits, and other people are looking for lions. And Rodman would be a lion. There you go. That's a great analogy, sir. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bunnies are cute. But, right. but lions will rip your face off. So that's what some people and want. And that's where it gets white because we know <laughs> Lion King, the, the Tiger King, you motherfuckers love danger. Uh, dude, every uh, if you go online, just you know, I like to rebut certain things that you say just for fun uh, or, or to find that one instance where I can say, nah, this one, you can see this here. If right. you go online and look up. Uh, you know, people that work with wild animals. Like, there are white people from all over the world. There's right. the, the the black people that do it live in Africa, and work like actual like safari. Like they're trained and don't like wrestle with the lions. They, uh, they're they uh, they're there, <laughs> and right. they they're in jeeps and they have guns. They don't do what. Go if you Google wild animal trainers or wild animal, it's all white. It's all white. Right. I got to give that to you. It's all white. I saw this guy from New Zealand, coolest dude, playing with his right. lions and his all the stuff. Cool. Doesn't seem like this Joe, the Joe Exotic guy, but still, white dude from New Zealand living in Africa playing with lions, just rolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know something else I really loved about the documentary, and they finally said it. Um. Because they were talking about the Bulls getting past Detroit. Again, this is one, just like with the bigger, stronger, faster physical argument I have with these young kids. Here's another one. Michael couldn't win without Scotty. Well, duh. I hate how these people say that. All you old heads act like he did it by himself. Who the fuck doesn't know you need help? No one has ever won it by himself. You need at least one other all-star. Hall of Famer. Magic. Kareem. Larry Bird, Mikhail, Jordan, Pippen, Steph, Clay. I could go on and on. It's fucking, we just don't need to state what should be obvious. But my whole thing was, and I read this again, because I'm a Jordan fanatic, and one of the books I read, Michael said, and Michael even said it on the, on the, on the special. He goes, when Scotty knows you're with him, he gets tough. Yeah. He'll fight as long as he knows you'll fight with him. Whereas Michael is going to fight regardless as to whether or not you win him or not. And I kept telling these kids, dude, yes, Scotty eventually blossomed into the player he became. Mike had to groom him. Mike instilled confidence. B.J. Armstrong said, Mike came with the toughness. 
and the mentality. Pippen had the talent, but he didn't have the confidence and the mentality. So Mike took him under the wing, not the other way around. Well, yes, that's 100% correct. And the other thing, though, that's missed, and I'm not, and, and this goes to the bigger, faster, stronger argument against that argument um, in a way. Um, and this has already been talked about, but they didn't, they're not addressing it in this and because they, because it has been talked about Jordan didn't make his high school team until what is junior year. Uh, yeah, I think so. So we're talking about a guy that that killer instinct came from being not, not in the NBA. It came from not being able to get on his team and knowing that he should be on that team. And he worked until he could get on that team and then going into college, uh, winning, uh, the, the national title at the last second shot. His freshman year. I mean, that's already Jordan with his killer sniper instinct. He was already winning as a freshman in college because of what happened to him in high school. LeBron didn't have that in high school. In high school, he was a, he was the man among, he was the man amongst the kids. He was already right. that guy. So coming getting pushed back in the NBA was what happened to him. He had a fight to go up in the NBA where Jordan was already I don't want to say he's past it because you're still coming to the NBA and it's going to be different. But he right. already had he already had that kind of struggle in his basketball life. So one of the, one of the most okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. One of the most remarkable things ever, and I don't think any player has done it since or ever. You know, Magic Johnson is the only player to come into the league and win a championship his rookie year. Yeah, but again, who did he have? Kareem. Now, yes, Kareem. Uh, through injury, didn't play in the Philly series those, those last couple games where Magic had that insane, I think, I think it was like 40 points. He had a crazy triple-double. Yeah, um, where he's playing center. Right. And, and that's almost like, a, like, like no one has ever done that. But to, I was watching first take yesterday, and Max Kellerman said, let's be honest, if it wasn't for the migraine that Scottie Pippen suffered, yeah. Detroit might not be back-to-back. They might have lost that game seven. Now, we could play woulda, shoulda, coulda all day. But let's be honest. His point was Michael was so ferocious that until Horace Grant and Pippen evolved and eventually became who he needed them to be, that's why they had a hard time getting past Detroit. Well, even if, when- if, if, if Scotty and Horace was Scotty and Horace, I don't know that Detroit... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they were still called the Jordanaires at that time. Right. It was Jordan and the Jordanaires because no one had stepped up yet. By the way, when you talk about magic, I just want to remind you because this this is something that gets missed. And I, I feel bad because this dude gets overlooked on a lot of lists. James Worthy was on that team, who was one of the greatest playoff players ever. Uh, not that team. Not, not, not the team where they won the championship his rookie year. He wasn't on that team? Nope. No, nope. where was nope, he? Not yet. Uh, he didn't come along. Oh, until... he was still in. Uh, you're right. He was yeah, still. He, no. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Jordan was still in college. Jordan was in college, but he was a senior. Jordan's freshman year. Might have been, but yeah, I know for sure he wasn't on that team. You're right. I think you're right. I, I, Jamal I, I, Wilkes. Jamal Wilkes. You're right. You're right. You're right. Cooper had a big game that was it. Cooper or Wilkes? I, I think Wilkes had a big game that game. But yeah, no, he wasn't on that team yet. All right. I'm, I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, you know, something else I got to say, too. Um, they kind of they kind of bled into the thing. And, and, and this is why, again, when I would say in my joke about losing weight and I go, you know, it ain't rocket science. I know, you know, it's eat, eat sensibly, work out, do the right thing. It's common sense. And what I would always say. My problem is I got Michael Jordan dreams, but Dennis Rodman habits. This is where you got to tip your hat to Michael. Like, even when he was pissed off, and, 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 and just before he would do an interview, how he was saying, man, I'm tired of answering all these Scottie Pippen questions. They're getting on my nerves. No matter how mad Michael may have been, dude, when that camera came on, he turned into the brand. Yeah. He never showed you his frustration. He never got angry, and he ended everything with a smile. Even if he said something that maybe was a little swarmy, maybe was a little sarcastic, he would smile, and it would all go away. 
Yeah, he was he he's protected his brand very very well. Here's the thing, here's the thing that I want to ask you though because uh you brought up, you know, you don't win. He doesn't win without Scotty. Um, you know, everybody no one wins without other players. So if you could take one player and you can clone them enough for a basketball team, but you can only pick one player and he has to play the whole entire league. Who's the one player that you think you could clone? And you could have 10 of them so that he can play, you can have your team. But only one player. So that's the skill set that they come into the game with. Is there any player that you think could take on the whole the whole team? You mean one player ten times? Yeah, you, you would clone them. So you would have five you could have five Jordans on the floor. Do you think they could beat everybody? Because you said they he can't win without Scotty, because you gotta have someone else. Right. So is there one player that you could clone for your whole team? But that's the skill set. You can't get a Jordan that's seven feet tall you can't get a jordan that you know right 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 you could only but is there a player all right or out of those out of all the players you can think of is there any player that you'd go yeah that's the only one that i think could could beat teams yes oliver miller <laughs> oliver miller should be five oliver millers nigga. <laughs> <laughs> just around you know the basket is, right yeah just around the yeah. basket so, yeah i think he, he he made in as the heaviest nba player ever yeah he was he played in Phoenix. Yeah, that's why I brought that's why I, yeah. I knew you would know him. Yeah. No, but you know who I'd really take? Jordan. Nah. Ooh. Magic Johnson. He could play all Magic the Johnsons? He could play all the positions on the floor. Nigga, that's a lot of hibs, nigga. He can <laughs> <laughs> whole team full of hibs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Um, <laughs> but he could no, play. But Magic Magic could play all five positions. Yeah, yeah. That's the only reason I. That's the yeah, only one I know that, that could play by himself and win. Yeah, ain't gonna be no defense on that shit. Yeah, everybody moving out the way, <laughs> dude. <laughs> um, I knew they were gonna like. I didn't. Well, I knew they were gonna do it, but I didn't know they were gonna do it. Do it like that. Because remember, we talked about when this thing first aired, we were like, okay, episodes one and two were about Michael and Scotty. We knew episode three was going to be about Dennis, which it pretty much was. But then they bled episode four with Dennis. I thought Phil would have his own, but they, they split it up. And, I, and, and, when I, and when they did it, I went, oh, thank God. I don't know if I could do an hour of Phil. No. You know, his, his background... It was, you know, unless you're just that deeply interested. Like, it, 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 how do you go from Rodman to Phil? It's just not titillating. Yeah, but it was kind of, it was kind of cool how they put it together, and they showed, you know, the eccentric, how eccentric Bill really is, and why he's an interesting play. Uh, he's an interesting conduit for people because he played basketball. He was a weirdo when he played in his time. Uh, one of the things though that I did like that they addressed, not just the Doug Collins thing, where you were right, I didn't realize Jordan liked Doug as much as he did. I know that he gave him the ball, but I thought Jordan didn't like his. They didn't win with him. That's what I thought. No. Uh, but I, I like that they addressed that. Uh, I like uh, that whole thing. But uh, Tex winner, and that I I, right. I I thought the triangle actually came from Phil. No, no, no. I didn't know Never. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I thought it was um, something they developed kind of together that they did together. Dude, and I thought that Phil won one ring as a player. I didn't know he won two. Yeah, no, Phil was on a Dude, that mo- 11 that motherfucker got 13 rings, yo. Yeah. Total. But you still but you have to be Phil Jackson. That's crazy. You you could be anyone. You could walk through the world as anybody. Phil Jackson, Michael Jordan or Dennis Rodman, who you picking? Oh, nigga, you know, I'm MJ, nigga. I'm all day, son. Uh, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, because I've heard Phil get this knock. Do you attest Phil's 11 rings more to him being such a fantastic coach or because he just happened to coach four of the best players of all time? Matt, Kobe, Shaq, Pippen, and Jordan. I think I give him, I give him the credit to be able to coach personalities. Okay. It's more than basketball. And it's and he, he obviously he couldn't have won those without the personalities that he had, the, the the talent that he had. But I don't think those personalities I don't think anybody else coaches that that Bulls team with, with Rodman on it. And Jordan. You don't think you don't think Popovich could have done it? 
No, I don't think so. Oh, are you crazy? Pop, Pop is so respected, dude. Pop is, but Phil just had a way of making those guys a team, and 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 not that Pop couldn't have done it, but you want to make him a team. Do you don't you think Popovich is going to let Rodman go to Vegas for forty eight hours? Not if he not if he doesn't have Jordan. I think I think I think I think Jordan is the guy. Oh, man, I don't know. Because Jordan said, shouldn't let this guy go. But he, there's somehow that Phil knew that that had to happen. Right. Damn, that's interesting. That's a good question. Because for some reason, I just want to say yes, but damn. It's, I, I think he was the best at, the, at coaching the personalities. I think he understood, he understood the basketball player's mentality. He understood Jordan's killer instinct mentality. He understood Rodman's individualness a person finding themselves because Phil's actually a person And this is the thing. When you see spiritual type of people like uh, Phil, they're always looking for their internal self because no one finds right. who they are. Phil's always understood about looking for who you are. And so I think he understood a, a Rodman. Right. So, uh, but I don't think Popovich, although I think he's a great coach and yeah, I think he could have done very well, but I don't think that he could, I don't think that he would make that call. I don't think he would let uh, any of his players go to uh, Vegas for 48, which turned into, what, 57 hours or whatever? Yeah, I think it was 56. Yeah, so, you know, uh, there's something very interesting about Phil. <clears throat> there is. You know, I, uh, I actually um, bought and read that book, which was a great book, uh, Bad As I Want to Be, with Dennis Rodman. Yeah. And, I mean, even Michael alluded to it. You know, when he tells that story about how they all have to run in the laps. Yeah. And Robin, with this energy out of nowhere, after partying in Vegas and drinking and smoking, outran everybody. Yeah. And, and I read in the book how, you know, Robin would go on these binges. But yeah, he would drink and party and damn to be in a coma the next day. But when it came time to play, he was a physical specimen. Dude. That would be the lion you're talking about. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. That's when, when in sports, when you hear a coach or when you hear a, a, a broadcaster say, he has a motor. That's what they're talking right. about. When you have those gears that you can get to that no one else can get to, that you can continue even when you're done, you can still keep going. Uh, Rodman is like a, per- a person who could have rebounded with broken ankles. Right. And I mean, you know, and, and watching him play and the way he would strut up and down the court like a fucking gazelle. Yeah. And when he would do something spectacular, all his animations, the fist pumps in the air, to physically, like literally, throw his body around to catch a a, a a a a ball that's going out of bounds, and you you would think this dude would be physically broken, but he was a specimen, man. No, he was he he is an amazing. He look he looks a little more beat up now than uh, well, Scotty Scotty is actually the only one that probably looks better now. No, Scotty looked like it for a long time. Scotty looked great, but you could see the skeleton coming. Okay. You 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 shape it. You you can see it. <laughs> but and why the fuck are Michael Jordan's eyes so bloodshot? I don't know, man. I was gonna say Jordan doesn't look as good. Uh, like you would think that he would, you know, because of who Jordan is. You and I'm not shitting on Jordan, but you would have thought that he would have stayed in semi good shape. They all, listen, dude. When you when you when your whole life, all you've done is be in shape. Once you finally get to let go, man, you let go. It's like taking that doo-doo that do you, your, your butt muscles can't even control. They, they just come out and make all kind of noise. Not everybody. It, it, Some of them stay in shape. Some dudes stay in shape. You know who still looks real good? Rick Fox. <laughs> Pretty Carl, Ricky, dude. Does, does Carl Malone still look good? Is he still in shape? Carl still looks good. Carl still looks good. You know, but uh, yeah, Carl still look good. See, but, I, I, but most of them dudes, man, it's it's like good luck. See, and it says a lot about Jordan in a way that, God, uh, that that killer instinct. When you don't have anything else to kill, like he's in business now. He's killing business. He doesn't need to go to the weight room to yeah. kill business. You can just see his focus right. is completely different. It's changed. Where his killer instinct is now focused right. on is different. Some, uh, you know, some people are gym head, gym rats. That's what they do. He he's he did what he needed to do to win. That's it. That's that's how you can bottom line how why he's in the shape that he's in. Right. 
I read I read a a thing where Rodman said defensively if he would have played LeBron because a lot of people don't notice you know defensively when you look at his numbers uh, Rodman did a pretty good job on both Shaq and Karl Malone. Now Karl Malone ain't as big as Shaq, so I would imagine that would be an easier task. But <clears throat> I like how Gary Payton described it. Rodman was the fuck shit up guy. Yeah. He was the guy that would come in like a rash and irritate you and fuck up your shit because he was just a pain in the ass physically. Yeah, you could. So Rodman goes, dude, if we, he goes, we would have played LeBron, trust me, I'd have locked his ass up. And what I wouldn't have been able to do with Scottie Pippen helping me, we'd have shut LeBron down. I believe that. I, I really do because the thing about Rodman is you could pl- you could game plan for having Rodman on the other team, but you would you can't plan what he's going to do to you to get under your skin, to break your will. I mean right. that you know there's a, there's several different plays where you see uh, uh, Rodman going up against uh, Charles Barkley, who's also a great rebounder. Right. And Charles lost most of those battles, and 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 Rodman is. Uh, like two or three inches taller than him. I think two inches taller than him. Uh, but, you know, Charles is a big dude, and he got out, you know, it's just, he, c- he couldn't be stopped. Like Again, it goes back to that motor, the energy, but what he was going to do to your head, how he was going to get into your head, how he was going to D you up. Even when you see those plays against Magic, and I know Magic's older, but when he goes to cross, uh, cross over uh, Rodman and Rodman, goes behind him and, take, and bumps the ball out and then takes the ball away from him. I mean, those plays are... I don't know how you can do that. I don't know how to have this... I can't go one direction and have enough strength to push back and go the other direction almost at full speed. It's, it's, it's amazing. Dude, when he said... <clears throat> when he said he would study the trajectory of the ball when it left certain guys' hands and he would know based in the air the way it was moving, where it was going to go off to. That, that's, that's remarkable. Well, he's stu- like that. to study and, and, and that. You, studied it. He studied right. game film. And, and, and when you, when you, right. And when you've committed yourself to, I know I'm not going to score no points. I don't have to score no points. I'm all rebounds, all defense. That, that kind of commitment to just that. That's amazing. That is. And but and the other thing about Rodman going to the Bulls, which didn't bother me when he became a Bull. Like, I thought it was weird because it, he was on, the, uh, uh, obviously, on Detroit. But what was, Rodman wasn't that Rodman when he was still in Detroit. He didn't become that Rodman until he went to the Spurs. And then he didn't be, have that kind of uh, press until he was in Chicago. So that's, well, plus, they, they didn't let him flourish. And San Antonio. No. They didn't like all that, that flashy shit. I think they, I even. Who was, I the, co- who was when, the coach uh, there? Who was the coach there? Oh, I don't remember his name at the time. But I remember in the book, Bad As I Want to Be, Dennis Rodman said David Robinson was always trying to recruit him to be more godlike, Christian. Yeah. Because David Robinson, he was so to be in the religion. Yeah. Well, and, De- and Dennis is the devil, nigga. Well, and, and uh, Rodman doesn't want that same kind of uh, structure that the Admiral had to have. The Admiral was a military man. He needed that structure. Right. Got, everything had its place. Rodman wasn't about everything. He wanted, he, he was Tasmanian devil. He wanted to move everything yeah. around. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that, that, wasn't, that wasn't a match. But So when he came to Chicago, I was, I was happy, but I, I seriously thought, and they, haven't, they didn't go into this, and I was surprised they didn't. When he kicked the dude in the nuts, I mean, they, they had it on the first... I think the very first episode, but right. when he kicked the, the reporter in the nuts, I thought that was it. I didn't know that he was going to come back from that. Yeah. yeah. I knew he would be in trouble, but uh, I knew he was going to come back from that. Dude, uh, Rodman, Pippen, and Jordan. Let me tell you, when the news first broke that he went to the Bulls, I wish I knew the character's name from the movie uh, Major League that Charlie Sheen played. Yeah. But I would, they just got that. They just got the, the Charlie Sheen dude, that character. God, I can't remember his name right now either. And, and I loved it in the movie because whenever he would come out of the dugout, they would play, what was it, Wild Thing? Yeah. That's what they wild called Wild Thing, thing. yeah. Wild Thing. They, I said, man, they got Wild Thing. Yeah. And, and I said, uh, you know, Rodman with any other team, 
doesn't work. But I even knew it. Like, I just felt with the respect of Michael Jordan, Phil Jackson, Scottie Pippen, he's not going to wild out. He, he, he can win a championship, multiple. Yeah, but he had his, he, you're right, but he did have his moments. Uh, and when people heard me say that, I do know that uh, Rodman was all up in Scotty's business. That's not the part I'm talking about. I'm just talking about the 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 the, the Rodman, uh, the eccentric Rodman. He was the hard nosed defender, and you know Michael really likes a hard nosed defender on his team as well because that's why he liked Charles Oakley so much, <laughs> and they lost right. Oakley. So when when they got uh, Cartwright, right? Um, now maybe you could answer this, or as a white guy, you could help address this. The white for guy. the love of God, yes, for the love of God. Why, when these teams win championships or they, they win their conference, can we? Why do all these white men, coaches, and GMs feel the need to dance in front of these niggas? Jerry Krause. You didn't like Jerry Krause's dance. moves, man. That shit looked ridiculous. <laughs> what is it about fucking white GMs and coaches that they got to dance in front of these niggas? Uh, you know, without a doubt, I'm going to say this, you know, that a white dude in a black room is pushed. They want, they want, they want to see that happen. That is entertaining. That is entertaining for the black room to watch that white dude try to do that dance. And I love, I love it. I was, I, because I cringed when I saw that, but I love when Scotty walked by and goes, Jared, sit your ass down, (laughs) dude. Is that not maybe you get? Is that not embarrassing to the white race? Yeah, I just told you I cringed. Oh, I cringed. This I've been, I've been, motherfucker, dude. I've been two stepping my whole life just so somebody doesn't <laughs> see me do something stupid like that. Do these coaches not know they're being laughed at? You know what? Not with, but now, you know you say that, but I think that in the moment of that team. I think even the coach is part of it. Now, Jerry Krause wasn't part of the team. He was, he was different. But I think when you see a coach and then he, he does something goofy with the rest of the team, uh, you know, I, it, it's, it's an attempt to be one of the guys, I guess. I guess. It's the best I can, but it, it's cringeworthy. As a white dude, yes, it's cringeworthy. Uh, it, it, I'm going to tell you something. Boy, man, I'm going to tell you this. It is as cringeworthy for me to watch a white dude who can't dance in a room like that with everybody is it is for me to watch a racist on TV start to talk. That's it's, it's equally as cringeworthy for me, a white racist. No, I prefer the, I prefer the white racist dude. Talking. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. You love it. But as a white dude, you're like, Oh my God. And then when I see a white dude dance, I'm like, Oh my God. It's the same, oh. it's the same visceral feeling that I have inside me. I know one is worse than the other, but the embarrassment is, is the initial embarrassment is the same because I'm watching something right now. Uh, and uh, I, and that's why I'm able to compare this right now, because I actually I went back and I rewound this guy speaking three times because I had to make sure I was hearing it right. And when I saw Jerry Krause dance like that, I went back and watched it <laughs> two or three times to oh. make sure I saw it right. So the, my ag- reactions are the same. Uh, it's on two different levels, obviously, but uh, the same reaction. But, you know, and they do go into Jerry Krause on this, though. And they do, the, the tensions are there. This is, but Krause did build both these teams in the traditional NBA way. Does he get you know what? for this? You, you, you're right. You're right. You're right. But, but you know, here's the thing. And when the, when the, I don't know if you've been watching it, but. When the uh, last dance documentaries, when the second episode is over for the night, Scott Van Pelt, yeah, I watched the that Sports too. Center. Yeah. So Jackie, I think her name is Jackie McMullen or yeah. whatever that, yeah. that lady's name is. She goes, as far as Krause is concerned, we know you want the credit, but let people give it to you. Yeah, stop trying to force it and go give me credit. Well, and she was right. Yeah, if he wouldn't have been that guy. Especially right now in this day of day and age of these uh, 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 multi megastar basketball teams, people would have been going the Bulls, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman. Hort. They would have been saying all this, and they would have gone. And and Jerry Krause built this when you built it in a traditional way. They, he would have got that credit today if he wasn't that guy back then. I think he would have gotten that credit from other GMs. 
I don't know any fans that would instinctively go, Michael, Scotty, Phil, Dennis, and Jerry. No. The fans might not have gave I don't think the fans would have gave him that. And I think that's what he wanted. You he know, wanted the fans. Okay. And that, nobody gives a fuck about you. You're in the office. I, I worked I worked in sports for a brief minute after uh, when I moved to Phoenix. And uh, as a guy who enjoys sports, and I could play, I actually could play a little bit of, uh, I, 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 was, I was a decent pitcher. Uh, I could I could play a little bit of basketball. I mean, I wasn't great. I wasn't going anywhere. I wasn't going to play in college. None of that was going to happen. All that being said is when I went and got this job in sports, when we went to the playoffs, the idea of getting a ring to me was a huge deal. Even in a chintzy little sport that I was working in, just the fact that I'm, that I like sports. And I think that, the, you know, when you're this guy who obviously never had any career in sports whatsoever, he might have loved sports, but look at Jerry. And they said he was always the short, fat little kid, right? I mean, it's a big deal. He just wanted to be accepted into the club that he helped build. I'm not giving him a pass. That's not what I'm doing because he fucked himself. But I understand wanting to be part of that, to be like, to be... And I, I, I feel like he probably, because of stupid things he said, he didn't get it from the team either. And he needed it from the inside of the room. He didn't get that. But he fucked himself. That's why he didn't get it. <clears throat> yeah, okay, but, but is it too much to, 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 to say that it's okay to want it, but want it realistically? Yeah. And, but, like, you know what I mean? And like, even, like, even if you want it, you have to be confident in yourself to know that you built that. You did that. I went, I studied, I, I looked at the players, I drafted, I came up, I got Scotty Pippen. I traded up, I brought Scotty here. I built this team. Uh, Jordan, I, I picked Jordan three. Two other people passed on Jordan. He picked him three. I'm not saying that makes him great. It made Jordan great, but he still built that team in Chicago. He needed to relax, shut the fuck up. Sometimes, you know what? And I can say this to you, and we've had conversations about this, and I have done this, and I think many people throughout history have done this. Our mouths fuck ourselves. We, yeah. say, we say things, and you can't take them back once they're out there. And he was in Chicago in a team that was coming up that was excited to actually have a basketball team, uh, have the best player in the country, and he fucked himself. He really opened up his mouth, and once he opened up his mouth, he could never fix it. And I think he tried, but he could never do it. And then he, to break up the team, that was the most insane uh, I'm surprised they haven't got to Kukoc yet. Kukoc is the only one who's come out to really say anything about Kraus so far because Kukoc is Kraus's boy. Yeah. So I'm surprised that that never got talked about, and that's because this is Jordan's documentary, and that's the reason I don't think we're talking about it. Well, you know, I'll put it to you because, you know, you always said you worked in the restaurant business. So I'll put it in restaurant terms. People compliment what most affects them and makes them happy. That's what they remember. Right. No one ever eats at a five-star restaurant and goes, compliments to the chef. And where's the owner? Yeah. Who gives a fuck about the owner? The <laughs> owner doesn't affect them. The chef, the man who made the food, put it on your plate, brought it to your table. God damn it, that was good. Compliments to the chef. Nobody's thinking about the owner of the restaurant. Yeah, you know what's funny? Jordan was the food. Phil, Scotty, Dennis, they were the meal. No, you're you're completely right because if you think about it, uh, McDonald's, uh, who the guy who put that franchise together, his name is Croc, something Croc. Anyway, he's the one who put it together. He's the one who franchised it. He's the one who made it a, a billion dollar business. It still says McDonald's. The brothers that started the company have the original name on it. He doesn't right. give a fuck. You know what he cared about? The money, the billions. Yeah, yeah. Kraus should have cared about the championships and his his name on the door in the office. And that that should have been, you know, I, I, it's hard for me to say I, I'm not in that position. But obviously you could see that he has a lot of misplaced anger on who he was as a person. That's why he has to be that guy. Well, listen, if you ever want to make some pussy dry up, show the footage of him dancing. I guarantee you it's a wrap. Dude. That rotund, round, Danny DeVito, penguin-built motherfucker was horrendous. Dude, I if I if I was a headliner, I would have that be the video that played before I came out. That would be <laughs> that would get the crowd ready to go. 
Uh, and I would do it back and forth like a TikTok video with a good beat playing behind it. Dude, when, you, when your waistline looks like a hula hoop is a belt to you, that's a problem. <laughs> when they have to kill two cows to make the belt, that's a problem. <laughs> Oof. And that, and oh, goodness, let me be nice. Uh, where are we at? Uh, we're right at a, an hour right now, but uh, what do you, we got anything else? Was there anything else in this last hour that, uh, 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 two hours? It was a two hour, it was a two hour cut. What do we got? No, it? but it was, it, that was it because they did Rodman for the first half Phil, and the Pistons, yeah. and then they bled that into the second half yep. with Phil. Yeah. So we got it covered, baby. I'm looking forward to next Sunday because I think that one's about the dream team. I forget what the other thing is about, but it's about the dream team and something else. Yeah, uh, I can't wait to see that. Uh, I, I'm just, I get really, you know, Tara even watches it with me, and I was surprised. And she even holds her questions back until after, the, after it's over, which I appreciate. Good girl. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing worse than the questions during the show. Oh, goodness. Like, bitch, ain't you watching the same shit? <laughs> the answers are being, your questions are being answered. Yeah, they're, 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 they're putting this documentary together like you didn't know any of this. So right. sit down, you'll, you'll get it. Oh. All right, man. So uh, till next week on, the, uh, on Jordan and the Bulls, man. Yeah, and you know, I, I often forget this, but just want to get, you know, every now and then when I get an email, it, it reminds me. Again, folks, if you got any comments, email your boy Ari Spears45 at Hotmail. That's A-R-I-E-S, Spears like Britney, 45. And I did that because when Jordan came back, he wore number 45 at Hotmail. My old email used to be Ari Spears23 at Hotmail. So, you know, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, it's disgusting how much I love this nigga, man. It's disgusting. Dude, again, how old are you that you still have a Hotmail, man? I'm older than you. I'm old school, baby. Dude, I'm surprised you didn't give him a fucking Yahoo or an AOL. Hey, man, listen, if I would have got it early enough, that would be it. <laughs> yeah, you could reach Aries at Aries Spears at AOL. <laughs> You've got mail. <laughs> Um, listen guys and I want to thank you too keep subscribing uh, when you pull us up if you can subscribe to our podcast well, I want to thank everybody uh, Aries I haven't said this to you yet we were at uh, 177 on the iTunes comedy podcast which actually puts us in in some better territory than we've been and uh, I appreciate hey man, that I'm telling you every, every day I'm handing out these flyers man I'm on Instagram going nuts man I, I, I gotta this is a this is serious with me. Yeah, man, uh, it's nice. It's nice to see. Uh, it's nice to see us on that chart. So I was happy. I want to thank everybody that did subscribe, has subscribed, and uh, tells people about us. We really do appreciate it. Uh, if you can continue to get some, as you as we get pick up more listeners, please subscribe. Uh, I, I know you can listen anytime, but if you could subscribe to us, it, it really helps us out. We appreciate it, dude. I got this. I got this one dude who who's been binge listening, and I shit you not every episode he has an email for me i have been watching i have been reading this nigga's email from episode one he's at 140 now i think but he has been sending me emails after every goddamn episode yeah hey by the way i've, I've been getting emails too uh you know what guys L listen i say a lot of bullshit out here sometimes i'm a comedian i mean i'm not a I i'm i'm no one anybody should listen to uh, about how to change your life or to make life better or worse, either way. But if I say something that makes you mad, send me your emails. I appreciate it. I do. I actually read them. I'll respond to some of them. Sometimes I don't respond to them, think I'm going to get them on the air, and we haven't because I'm really bad about presenting them to Aries when we're, we're together, well, especially right now that we're not together. But when I say something that you might get behind, could you give me a shout too because you say hey man i really like that I, you don't have to i'm not begging for anything i'm not jerry krause in this i was just about to hit you with that i was just about to do it i'm just like could you just could you just let me know that i like i can affect people in a good way instead of just a negative way i'd appreciate that sometimes every now and then man just a a quick ig man thanks man that was cool uh that, that's all yeah <laughs> Give, give Andy Krauss some love, man. <laughs> man, if you don't, I'm going to put a TikTok video where I dance 
and I'm uh, going to get infect everybody's got, computer. Make sure you got 15, 15 niggas in the background. <laughs> it don't count unless you're surrounded by black people. On a plane, they could have thrown his ass out if they wanted to. Man, listen. Oh, my God. All right, y'all. All right, man. Until next week. Oh, and, and you know what? Let's mention it. Uh, oh, yeah. got a bonus episode coming tomorrow, Thursday. Uh, not sure if it's going to be emails or regular conversation. But either way, you got a package coming on Thursday. Yeah, we're, we're doing them two, two at a time, This two per week until we get through this. Uh, uh, not through coronavirus, but until we get through the... Uh, uh, Pandemic. No, not till we get through the pain. Till we get through uh, through the the last dance. Oh, oh, right. right we could right, do right. two though. If, hey, listen, if you really want us to do two through the pandemic, let us know. All right, I want, there it I'll, is. I like the contact. All right, talking. brother. All right, man. Yep. Can you feel it, baby? <laughs> <laughs>